What exactly does Jesus mean when he tells us to watch? As he does in this gospel text we just heard from Mark chapter 13. What kind of watching is Jesus talking about here? The kind of watching we do at a football game or at a movie or when we turn on the television set? The answer, of course, is no. Jesus is talking here about something a lot deeper, something which involves our eyes, for sure, but not only our eyes. For Jesus, watching involves everything about us, all of our thoughts, all of our words, all of our actions. It involves our entire personhood. To watch in the sense that Jesus uses the term in this scripture passage means to prepare yourself for an encounter, a personal encounter, a personal encounter with the living God that will definitely happen in the future, although you know not when. In speaking to us here about his second coming at the end of the world, Jesus says, Watch, therefore, you do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at the cockcrow or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch. In other words, Jesus is saying, prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for the ultimate encounter with me that every human being is going to have either at the end of time, if you live that long, or at the moment of your physical death, if you don't happen to be around at the end of time. So do everything possible to remain in that state of preparedness. Do it always. This past Monday, we had a funeral mass here at St. Pius for a 51-year-old man who died suddenly and very tragically at work. I'm sure many of you know the story. When that man woke up on the morning of November 20th, 2017, he did not know that the Lord of the house was coming for him that day. But the Lord did come. As the old saying goes, you never know. That's why watching, that's why preparing to meet the Lord whenever he does choose to come is so very important. Let me now share with you a few insights on how to be a good watcher, courtesy of one of the very best watchers that I know, the pastor's dog. (laughs) He's in back there listening. (laughs) Not the pastor's dog, the pastor. We might choose to entitle this homily, Watching Lessons from a Watching Dog. Although in Summer's case, that's her name, Summer, she doesn't watch for Jesus, she watches for her master, who is at the center of her universe, as Jesus is supposed to be at the center of ours. First lesson we learn from Summer is this, her watching is constant. 
as Jesus said ours is supposed to be. When Father Najim is not around, summer is always waiting and usually looking for him to return. In fact, when he comes over to church for Mass in the morning, she'll very often take her seat on the couch in his office and stare out the front window, totally motionless, waiting for him to come out the front door of the church and back to the rectory. And she will stay in that position for the entire Mass. I tried on several occasions to coax her away from the I tried this morning before I came over to church to no avail. She would just turn her head, look at me, and then look back out the window. Wouldn't it be great if we watched for the Lord in our lives with that same kind of devotion? For summer, Father Najum is number one. There's no doubt about that. She likes me. She likes the rectory staff. She likes the children at the school. She's there every once in a while. She likes pretty much everybody else. But here, in her eyes, there is no one like her master. For her, he's in another category entirely. Like the Lord is supposed to be in his own category for us. Jesus said, remember, we're to love him, we're to love God with all of our heart, all of our mind, and all of our strength. He's to be first in our lives. And yet, how often do other people take first place? How often do other things, like sports, take first place? If we want to be a good watcher in our lives, we have to follow the example of that dog. And we have to put our master, our heavenly master, where he belongs on our priority list. And we have to be attentive to him and to his word, as summer is attentive to Father Najum and his word. I'm sure it won't surprise you to know that in a room full of people, Father Najum is the one summer will acknowledge first. She's the one He's the one, rather, that she will listen to. Yes, if you've ever been with Summer, you know she'll eventually make the rounds and try to get everybody to pet her and give her some affection. But when her master is present, he gets her attention before anybody else. And that's the way it should be. Just as when Jesus is present with us here at Mass in Word and in Sacrament, he deserves our attention, our full attention, our undivided attention. And yet, how often are we thinking about other things when we're here? What we're going to do after Mass? What we did before Mass? How much more Christmas shopping we have to do? What we're going to have for lunch? Summer does not get distracted in the presence of her Master. We need to pray not to get distracted in the presence of all. Now, that's not to say that the relationship Summer has with her master is perfect. It's far from it. Without getting into all of the colorful details, let me say that there have been times when Father Najim's golden doodle has needed to, quote-unquote, repent. <laughs> as much as a dog can, for something that she did 
when her master wasn't looking. On more than one occasion, I've seen her walking around the rectory with her tail between her legs. But thankfully, her master has always forgiven her for her transgressions. Our divine master also will forgive us for ours if we repent, truly repent, as hopefully we will all do during this season of Advent by receiving at some point the sacrament of reconciliation. Remember, to watch means to prepare yourself for a personal encounter with the living God at the end of your life or at the end of time, whichever comes first. Well, since we're all sinners, being forgiven for your sins is essential to that preparation process. It's not optional. It can't be. Which brings us to the biggest difference between summer and us with respect to watching, and I'll conclude with this thought. The watching that Summer does in her life is done by nature. It's done by instinct. Her daily vigil at the window, her devotion to Father Najim, her attentiveness to his words, her quote-unquote repentance for her quote-unquote sins, these are all instinctual responses. And that's fine because summer is a dog. But for you and for me, watching is a decision. It's a personal decision. It's a personal decision rooted in grace for which we are responsible before Almighty God. May the Lord help us, therefore, to make that decision today and every day.